Podular Modcast, as always, is brought to you by the lovely folks over at Patchworks. Patchworks is more than just a synthesizer, you know, music gear shop. They're building a community by connecting you to the joy of music with workshops, classes, live music events, and friendly, knowledgeable staff. They are there to help you with wherever it is you are at in your music-making journey. Located in the Wallingford neighborhood in Seattle, stop by Patchwork Showroom to play with your favorite music gear and join their community. And if you don't live in the Pacific Northwest region of the world, then head over to patchworks.com, P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com, where they have not just the latest and greatest in modular, but all sorts of synthesizer gear, as well as home studio equipment. Once again, that is patchworks.com, P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com. Welcome to another episode of Podular Modcast. My name is Tim Held. I'm currently walking around in the parking lot at the school that I teach at. Um, it's a long story, but I basically had all my stuff prepared to make this intro and edit it all together while my students were taking a test, and I left that hard drive at my house. And I'm leaving to go camping for the weekend, and I need to get this episode up. So uh, that's why I'm out here. So I'm going to keep it short. No featured artists again this week, but it's coming back. Um, I do have some cool videos with the new uh, sampler and de- delay from uh, 4MS. Um, yeah, but that's going to have to wait another week. Um, this week we have Greg Markle from Recovery Effects and The Animals at Night. And this is live from Patchworks, so we're going to get a little mini uh, Animals at Night set, and then Greg is going to give a little talk and answer some questions. Uh, yeah, thanks to all the sponsors, After Later Audio, Patchworks, 4MS, uh, Novation, now I'm going to turn around because I don't want anybody to see me doing this because I feel kind of weird doing this. Um, what else? Oh yeah, don't forget about my Intro to Eurorack uh, workshop at Patchworks. That will actually be a week from this Friday. If you're watching the day of the release, I'll put a little flyer up on the screen here. Go to Patchworks website, link in the show description to uh, get more details on that. Uh, had a great time playing at Tacoma Porch Fest and I wasn't the only person there with modular gear, which was really cool. So uh, I'm gonna show some videos from that next week. Uh, but how about just a little snippet of my live set from Porch Fest. Um, Patreon supporters, I put the whole set on the Patreon. Um, and if you would like to help support Podular Modcast, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. All right, here's, here's part of my set. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that uh, I'm using the Recovery Effects brand new cutting room floor pedal uh, on this snippet from my set, as well as the sound destruction device. That's when it gets real crunchy. 
stuff into my recording and live setup. And um, I'm primarily a guitar player, so everything I do kind of comes out from that, uh, from being a guitar player to engineer, recording engineer, guitar player into effects building, instrument building, and, um, and then guitar player into synthesis. Um, I kind of have used Patchworks um, quite a bit with this whole journey of getting uh, not only my guitar into uh, my uh, synthesizer, like dream rig, but um, just uh, all elements of a synthesis, really. And um, I use um, the MPC as kind of the brain of the operation. Um, the new MPCs are so cool. They, uh, I mean, obviously they're great beat makers and samplers and stuff, but they uh, send CV and gate signals um, out and receive them. And uh, so right now I have this going out to the, um, the Mystic, which is our FM synth. It's kind of a desktop um, semi-modular synthesizer. And then from there, going out into the Endless Summer, which is our spring reverb. It's a real spring. <clears throat> and I have uh, CD going out into the blooper, um, clocking it. And I have our own recovery effects ghostwriter going out from here into the MPC triggering uh, the synth engine, which um, is another one of my favorite features of the MPC is the synth, synth engine, it's awesome. Um, and so uh, along with that, we have um, the shortwave, which is our radio transmission effect um, make sure everything that go into it sound kind of like a spy recorder. Um, white gold, uh, which we call the, the choral synthesizer. Um, and the uh, cutting room floor, this is the new V2 that just came out. And it is, uh, it's a tape echo, but what, what, what uh, kind of differentiates it from other tape echoes 
is that it uh, not only modulates the delay signal, but uh, modulates the, the input signal as well, so your main source, which I think is a huge part of, of, uh, of tape delay, is that, that saturation on the main signal, not just the, the repeated signal. And uh, one of the other big differences is that most of the tape Tape delays or modulated delays have uh, just like an LFO kind of pumping into the um, into the delay signal. With the cutting room floor, there's two layers: one that is uh, one that melts it first, the delay signal, and then and then uh, uh, modulates that. So if I can kind of. recorded stuff for the animal at night, stuff that sounds like it is going to a tape deck or sounds kind of damaged is usually, I'm usually using this cutting room floor or the shortwave or a combination of them. So um, yeah, without further ado, I think I'm going to try to do a little something. <laughs>
Oh, now do I have this all tangled around? Sure. <laughs> That's not quite wireless. So, um, yeah, thanks for all coming out. And um, I don't really, uh, I don't really know what where to begin, other than maybe like ask if you have any questions. If you're fed up, you know. Yeah, I'm board. fed up, and I have a question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What triggered the initial kick? For some reason, I didn't. It was it the NPC or for some? I thought it was like an artifact from the blooper, but mm -hmm. then oh um, yeah, I didn't see you hit the NPC. Um, I've just been gliding through uh, different uh, scenes. Oh, the NPC. Okay. okay. So, I, so I just so some somewhere I hit it probably at the beginning of there, and, and then just took, dialed it up a little, a little it bit. It probably took like four bars for it to get it. Gotcha. Okay. To change. Because that, yeah, that that first you know drone section is like I think it's like it was like eight eight bars. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And um, so that wasn't just like a loop; it was actually going through scenes or. Yeah, it's like a, a it's like an eight bar uh, scene of a drone, and then of a chord drone chord, and that go went along with this guy, and when it came in. You didn't really notice it because there was a low pass filter on it, and that kind of like, you know, just played with kind of pulling that in, that, that patty drone, core drone, um, at the beginning and then kind of towards the end, trailing it out. So I always run this kind of, it depends on, like right now I have it after um, fuzz and, and after other stuff, but usually I have it kind of sitting in like my, Deluxe, and um, so I always run this kind of. It depends on like right now I have it after um, fuzz and and after other stuff. But usually I have it kind of sitting at the front if I'm recording. It just kind of goes straight in. I, if I'm recording synth parts, um, I'll just like go straight into it and record. It adds so much cool grit and character. To, um, to a signal. Just makes it sound like it's hitting tape and then you don't even have to use any of the delay. You can mm. keep the delay totally down, just use it as a, I can play a little, a little bit of it. Is and that where the static was coming from too? Yeah, there's, there's some static coming from the blooper, I believe. The tapey, or the like vinyl-y sound yeah. static. Some of this, I had some tape loops on here too, but uh, I mean some like record scratching kind of things. As far as like uh, sound inputs themselves, like the guitar, the NPC with the sampling itself, and then just the just the the, the mystic too, right? Puts out like puts out, I guess like yeah. Sorry, I guess it puts out an output rather than you know, like, puts out a signal rather than manipulating a signal. Yeah, it, 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 there's a, um, it was just putting out a drone, and, um. Do you want us to switch the camera over so we can see the pedals? So, there is some, some kind of animation going on with it, and that was from, from the CD and the um, NPC, the MP, you could probably well it's moved now, but the um, NPC has uh, just.
just CV tracks that you can write like you would like write a mini track, mm -hmm. and um, and it's really super useful for sending stuff out to Eurorack uh, or synthesizer, any kind of synthesizer stuff. Yeah. Different scene for a while. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do a lot of Eurorack stuff as well, but um, I, uh, I don't know. I've just been kind of on a kick lately with uh, pedals, and even even when I'm doing Eurorack stuff, I I use my guitar too. I uh, have the Strymon converter, and sometimes use it as a just as a fax and do a lot of sampling with the 4 uh, stereo trigger sampler and Magneto and what's the make noise one, not the Mimeo phone, but the uh, uh, Morphogene. Morphogene. Yeah. Um, Morphogene, I, whenever I um, open, open it up, I, I, I just spent like a week on it, like <laughs> recording samples and things that turn into songs and stuff. The, uh, so, this just came out, the cutting room floor, but um, before that, we uh, put up the cutting room floor V2 Eurorack module. I don't know if you can see it here. Yeah. It's super skinny and it's right here. And um, it does the same thing, um, only for uh, Eurorack. And um, actually, I'll just plug this for a second, show them off. Um, we have, I don't know, we have a, a bunch of modules right now. This isn't all of them, but um, some of my favorites are the cutting room floor um, and actually one of our best-selling modules. The uh, Bad Comrade <clears throat> is also one of my favorites. And um, Bleeding Hearts is really cool and weird. It's basically kind of like uh, our sound destruction device module and pedal but there's a, a sequencer on it as well that bleeds sequence and it bleeds voltage into um, the uh, triggers of, of uh, bleeds voltage into uh, triggers and uh, and then kind of affects the uh, starve function. So the starve is uh, the voltage. So. Um, you like go anywhere from like 15 volts to, you know, zero, and get some really starved kind of splattery sounds, and um, it's just a great way to add some uh, some rhythmic kind of like texture to your your stuff. And um, yeah, what else uh, would I like to talk about? Which Did you is, uh, go over what the Ghost Writer was? You you mentioned before you started to play that you were using it to control that. Oh yeah, so the Ghostwriter is um, is an audio to MIDI device. Um, the the cool thing about this guy is that it switches back and forth from audio to MIDI, so you can you can send both signals. Um, if you have it on the floor, you can you know with a pretty easy foot switch go from uh, guitar to uh, triggering a you know your synthesizer. Um, and I'm triggering here the synth engine inside um, the MPC. There's a few, and I'm using the hype, the hype plugin. There's so there's so many on this thing now. It's just 
is so so cool. Um, there's a I just I got uh, recently um, a Fender Rhodes plug-in that um, sounds amazing. Um, Does it sound like the real thing? I mean, there's there Rhodes samples, so oh, it sounds sweet. sounds excellent. When I first, you know, plug-ins, okay, they must be like some like approximation of a, like an FM synth or something uh, approximation of, of uh, a Rhodes, but you know, they're samples and they're, the the Solina that's on there is is samples. There's also um, Mellotron now, which I haven't even touched my I have a hardware Mellotron that I haven't touched since uh, I started messing around with this. <laughs> is that like your MIDI brain right there? How's it sequencing <clears throat> through all the pedals? Yeah, so um, the uh, for the for pedals, I'm just going out uh, CV to in, into the blooper, so it's clocking the the blooper. Um, every four bars, and then um, this uh, Ghost Rider uh, goes at MIDI out into MIDI in here to trigger the synth stuff. And um, yeah, I was gonna say something. I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, that you want to play some Fender Rhodes guitar? <laughs> What's that? That you want to play some Fender Rhodes guitar? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another thing I haven't touched for a long time is my Fender Rhodes. Because yeah, another cool thing about this is that there's all these different. Uh, you, the camera's not on it right now, but there's there's the the with the pad performances. I mean, like everybody has these these grid uh, per performer things now that can go to slide scales and stuff like that. But um, the cool thing about this, I mean. Is it's kind of like um, it, the, the only time I've, I think well, Ableton Push has it. There's just some really complex uh, features on it as far as progressions, and uh, and you can load up your own custom progressions into it. So um, and the uh, the the ability to sync it up with with Ableton is just is amazing. You can export um, projects. From here into Ableton, um, in addition to just you know bouncing down my files and stuff like that. Um, Where did you graduate to that? I thought you had the one. I have the one. Oh yeah. <laughs> but the the one is in my setup. Okay. And um, so I got I got this one just because I can take it to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then you know carry it around because it's battery powered and it has this cool. Um, speaker feature to it. It's, it doesn't actually sound too bad. It's mm -hmm. pretty nice. It's kind of like the new teenage engineering uh, field. It's, I mean, it's not the, the best in the world, but just to bang stuff out on, it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, so yeah, and the one has so much stuff tied into it. It's like, it's like unhooking my mixer now at mm -hmm. this point, to, which I bought a mixer for this thing. And I'm, like, I'm not going to unhook my mixer in my drawer, and I'm not going to take the one with me. I did that a long time. I got the, I bought this one when I did a show. I just realized I did do a show last last summer. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking that I didn't do anything before the pandemic, so I was really nervous about like doing doing this time. I was like, dude, I haven't done anything since like before the pandemic. Where did you? Where? In Everett. In Everett? Do you yeah. play with uh, that that band that you're friends with? Or? The um, I'll I'll keep your ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. Uh -huh. Yeah, Brian. Okay. He has a he has a modular project, and it was so amazing. They have this church in downtown Everett that is super cheap to rent out, 
it's like I think that it was under two hundred bucks. Mm. Mm. Who would rent their space out to a bunch of strangers for Christ, a good Christian? A good Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my first thought was like, they they must have not done this for very long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then Brian was like, no, dude, we've done it for years here. We've done stuff for the fishermen village shows huh? and stuff. And I was like, wow, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Somebody is not taking advantage of them. <laughs> yeah. But that was, it was such, it was this huge church. It was amazing. And yeah. Anyway, that, that's when I, 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 I bought the, the live. And they sell them here. Everything, actually, that, I'm, that I have here um, <clears throat> is uh, Patchworks bought, except for maybe like a couple, like Von Gone and this guy. Um, <clears throat> and that just goes into show how cool Patchworks is, how great a store it is. It's a, um, such a cool resource. And for you all, if you haven't been here before, um, yeah, there's classes here. You've, taken, you've been taking one of the classes now. And the, the, the Mave, what is it? Is it like a one-time thing, the Mave? Mavis. Mavis? It's a synthesis class. Yeah. One class. And you can build it? You I have it. built it. Yeah, but now you're rocking it. Now I'm rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mavis in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thanks to Connie. Yeah. Connie, Connie, you teach the class? Yeah. Um, it's co-taught by myself and Jason. And Jason. And it's two yeah. weeks on synthesis with Mavis and two weeks in intro production in Ableton. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming out. That is awesome. We'll see you, uh, see you soon. See you later. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah and Thank you all for coming out too. This is, I was really um, sort of really nervous about I've, I've, I've come out to, I always come out to events out here and stuff. Mm -hmm. and I've tried uh, coming out to one of these um, demos mm -hmm. and uh, it's like, wow, that's gonna be tough to get people out to this. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a few people here, so I'm super happy. And um, yeah, if there's anything that you have any questions about, uh, any you know modules, um, Feel free to ask. The um, all of the all of these are are taken from that Needham case out there. So if you um, if you want to at any time when you're at Patchworks messing around, go play with them and um, please check them out. Um, and check out you know some of the pedals too. Um, I kind of wanted another one reason I want to kind of focus on pedals here is because. I just think it's such a unique way to add. Um, I mean, everybody here is obviously into synthesizers, and there's a little bit of a crossover from synthesizers to pedals and, and stuff. But um, I'm just, I just, I have the, the pedal bug really bad, and <laughs> <clears throat> I just think it's such a cool way to to uh, change things up and make things interesting, and and um, and there's so many cool things that you can do with them these days with. Um, like, you know, for instance, the blooper um, is MIDI and CVable, um, and the cutting room floor is uh, CVable as well. Um, CV modulates uh, the delay time just like it does on the, on the module. And um, yeah, and the Ghost Rider, I think one of the cool things about the Ghost Rider is just the ability to switch back and forth between um, audio and, and um, and, and MIDI signals. There wasn't really anything like that, and it's been a really good seller for us. And uh, can you better explain what that does? I don't. 
I don't follow what it's doing. It um, trans it just uh, converts your you know when you're in Logic or Ableton you can convert an audio file to to MIDI mm -hmm. and that's just what it does. Oh okay. In real time it tracks like so good. Right. It's amazing. Uh, you can just play your synth with your yeah. Guitar and can you yeah. show us? Yeah, can I? Let's see. Can you play like the Rhodes through the guitar? Oh, that's what you meant by Fender Rhodes guitar. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking like. Really well with guitar. Um, you can use you can use it with bass too, but you have to kind of uh, use it in the guitar's range. Like if you play an open E, it's not gonna it's not gonna uh, transfer it. It's not gonna read so it. So it wouldn't work well with like a seven string. Uh, whereas the seven string is the seven string uh, lower lower the E. So there's there's a little bit of leeway. So okay. it it would probably it would probably track. Cool. That's super cool, yeah. But not like a full full octave. But what I usually do, I mean, I have used it with the bass, and I usually just uh, um, set the target octave on the synth, you know, lower. Sure, sure. I've um, used it with VSTs, like output instruments, mm -hmm. uh, fucking perfectly, and it's amazing. Wow. Yeah, like the whole symphony is just on guitar. And like, like I'm a guitar for first yeah. musician who's just kind of learning about synths, and it's just like, Blowing my mind. <laughs> there is a there is a yeah. you know tiny tiny bit of latency, uh, but not anything to. I mean, I'm I'm pretty picky about stuff like that, and it's it hasn't really it's never really bothered me. What what's the latency like? Oh, maybe like a maybe like 30, 50 milliseconds. I mean, not okay. not not too bad. And if you're using it to track, yeah, um, you know, quantizing, yeah, yeah sure. it works fine. How well does it track chords? Does not track chords. Oh, unfortunately. unfortunately, that is the big, the big thing. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if we can will ever track chords because it's well. I mean, I don't know. It's um, say never say never. I mean, I mean, if you were to play chords, it would maybe just pick up like one note, or would it kind of like? It would pick up one note. Yeah, the first cool. one you hit. You yeah. Um, it's a. Uh, I think with with. Guitar, you know, there's so much interference and so much weird stuff like hitting strings and stuff. It's really tough to um, get it to. And there's a little, there's a little bit of work to get it to track accurately in that in that way. Like, you know, if you're if you're if you're playing, just kind of like, you know, usually I mute mute my mute over here on the bridge and play that way. It usually. If you do like a, there's like a chord. So, like right there, if you're, it's not, it's not being. Strings aren't really being controlled, so you get a little bit of like, you know, clatter, weird, weird kind of MIDI. Gibberish. <laughs> 
loop going with it and then just uh, start like writing gibberish into it. Mm. Record, record, write it, and then just just get weird, you know. <laughs> filter stuff or, you know, you, that, that pitch thing I was kind of doing with it earlier. Greg, you mentioned that it was bi-directional, like it'll go the other way too, or? The, uh, oh, uh, you mean receive MIDI in? Yeah. It will not receive MIDI in. Oh, okay, okay. That's a good idea though. Write <laughs> <laughs> it down. Was, was what you were saying, Greg, that you could switch between MIDI and audio in the sense of like you have your guitar connected oh, yeah. to it, and then you uh -huh. mute, you like mute the guitar and just play your synth with the guitar, and then you could mute the MIDI and just have the audio pass through. Yeah. Oh. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 <gasps> um, Super awesome. Yeah. Are you planning to make that into a? Oh, I guess it wouldn't make as much sense as a module. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was thinking about that. I was trying to figure out how to how it would make sense as a module. But uh, I mean, uh, you could incorporate like a like in the little Mikey. You could have an XLR input, perhaps, and maybe do it that way mm -hmm. and send oh, out. Yeah. yeah, send out CV. That could be that could be pretty cool. You'd have to have a you'd have to have an audio to MIDI and plus CV conversion, mm -hmm. which you could totally do. Well, I was I was thinking about doing something like that. I think that'd be a great idea. Um, yeah, I kind of I think we're kind of behind on. Uh, I just I uh, the last module that we did was the cutting room floor, and um, I kind of and I've been doing a lot of revisions and kind of touching things up that have been bothering me, and so I've kind of not put a whole lot of effort into new modules. So I just I felt like we had like a um, there's there's some things that we can do to kind of improve improve them. So um, they're all kind of dialed in now. Um, and I was thinking about the Mystic how that could be done into a module, but it's just it, the thing I've discovered about modules is that they just they have to be so so small these days. You know, mm -hmm. like um, I think one of the reasons that the Bleeding Hearts I, it's such a cool module. It does not sell very well for us comparatively to other other modules because it's just it's just too it's too big. It takes up you know twenty four HP of your case or whatever, and that's just like nobody nobody wants that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Unless it, unless it does something like like totally amazing, like you know like it's like your main brain, like your like that is for me, like your something some sequencer or something like that. But I I found that modules kind of do best when they they're in the four to four to six HP range. Yeah, I don't see how we're gonna get this down to four HP. How yeah. like what is uh, what is your perspective on like the ergonomic difference between like a pedal and a module? Like I'm I'm almost looking at your case of pedals and the, it looks like a modular case. I'm I kind of try to treat it like that a little bit. Yeah, you know, like it's you know my modular setup. I mean it doesn't you know process. There's not, you know, there's no EDSRs or PCAs or anything like that in, into it, but um, that, I mean, you, you, you could. There's, and there's, there's people that do do some, uh, the, uh, kind of like the Hungry Robot, they do pedals that are also, uh, they have a full range of just, you know, VCA stuff and filters, and so you can fully treat your, your board as a, as a modular device, but yeah. Um, but I, I really love both, and I love, I, I mean, I love modular, I love panels, um, and I've been really getting into, I have a, a Buchla uh, 
that I that I bought a while back and my surge stuff I really love. Um, I kind of getting into building a five U setup. Mm -hmm. It's still really it's still really like I got I was like gifted a um, a case and then started like, the power stuff and then now it's like just a huge project you know. Um, it's like it's kind of I've realized that it's a total like old man project, like 5U modular. It's like, it's like, why am I messing with this? Like everything can be done in Eurorack pretty much. And I'm just, I'm just doing it because at this point, because I got the case and I got the power supply and now it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, I'm just buying modules. And it's kind of like, I built a guitar over COVID and um, like pretty much about halfway into it, I'm just like, what the hell am I doing? Like, you, you could just, but you could have just bought a new guitar. <laughs> yeah. It's like, now I have to finish it. And For a fraction it. of the cost. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, and no time. But, you know. but um, it's cool. I've been learning a lot of stuff um, on well, guitar setup and stuff. Well, I have a question. Like, as an instrument maker, do you feel like, like, what the music that you make from devices or instruments that you've made is, like, different, or you have, like, a more personal connection, or, like, just, yeah, it's, like, there's a reason that you are putting all the time into, yeah. like, the company and making pedals and modules and things that you Yeah, use. I mean, I think that, I think I have a kind of unique, I mean, I, you know, you know, comparing myself to, you know, Lenny, maybe from After Later, um, he's more of, a, of an engineer, and, um, I'm more of a musician, uh, a crafty musician, um, I think, um, and I, I, that's where it really like sprung from was, uh, uh, you know, designing stuff was uh, from just wanting to create things that I wanted to see um, from the Mystic, uh, for instance. Uh, was messing around with the op six and there's you know all those crazy cool sounds you can get by moving operators you know you cannot you know you you can't you can't manipulate it with cd and i was like there's that would be the that's the coolest sound inside that thing like why isn't that doable so that's kind of why i did that and um yeah and then then about that time when I, I, I finish it up and I'm doing demos, I have these ideas that I'm going to do a whole record with just <laughs> just the Mystic, and I start recording stuff, and then I never really finish it. But um, I mean, I will finish tracks, of course. But um, I'm, I'm, yeah, there's a I guess side sidetrack pretty easily with uh, um, you know I'll finish tracks and put things out, but I always get these grand ideas that I'm going to do, like a record with, with you know, I'm going to do something with lap steel and drums and bass and that's it, maybe some roads, and that's the, the rule. And then I'll get into like four tracks of it and then, <laughs> okay, cool, it's an EP, and I'll, I'll come back to that later because I really want to go back to doing some like, you know, ambient, you know, pedal stuff or whatever. <laughs> and, um, Really so I've been doing these like EPs over the last because I realized I started realizing that's what I do and I'm not I don't finish these records so I started <laughs> putting out EPs um, and uh, oh dude you got any synthesizer you got any synths I got a I got a zero control oh okay. congratulations cool. thank you yeah, I'm very excited yeah. uh, Greg is is there another instrument that you're really like dying to make um, 
So we have uh, a new pedal coming out. Um, it's kind of, it's not really top secret, but nobody knows about it yet. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's this size, and it is uh, a spring reverb like the Endless Summer. But one of the kind of unique things about the Endless Summer is that it has a drive feature too, so when you get up to about seven or so, it starts to get a little grit. Um, but this is a, is a completely um, clean reverb like our Endless Summer Deluxe Rack module with the Tiny Spring. And there's um, a DSP delay and reverb on it as well. So you can get those, those spring sounds along with hall sounds and uh, and a delay that has a couple different styles on it, you know, like an analog style delay and then a d digital delay. So I'm trying to work out some bugs on it, and um, and I know we we just got the new PCBs in this week, so trying to just hustle some time to see how they see how they go. And I think I think we're I think we're pretty close. Um, and then just you know design the the faceplate for it and stuff. The faceplate will look a little more like the kind of like the Mystic, kind of like into this like celestial stuff these days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, um, but that's that's uh, kind of the, the next thing. I've been kind of um, really getting, you know, just I, I'm trying to I'm trying I'm really excited about the prospect of doing something. Um, Raspberry Pi based, um, but uh, I haven't quite. You know, something like the uh, the Ordinal, um, but I haven't quite put my finger on how that's all gonna work yet. But definitely in the next like probably year. That's like the, the long the long project. Cool. Trying to figure out something something along that those lines. But yeah, yeah. What do you? I haven't really used Daisy Patch yet. Mm -hmm. um, I I bought it. A, like a few months ago, and it's on my to-do list, but I, have you used it? No, no, no I've, I've thought about it for a while, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been, I mean, my extent, so I, I haven't really used Daisy Patch yet. Um, I, I bought it a, like a few months ago, and it's on my to-do list, but I, have you used it? No, no, no I've, I've thought about it for a while, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been, I mean, my extent so far with microcontroller stuff is is uh, the, the the raspberry and then um, I've been really messing around with the um, uh, uh, the that uh, the uh, library for the Arduino mm. um, it's kind of limited but it's some I, I feel like there's like some kind of un untapped mm -hmm. like, potential like that's what the, the mystic uses yeah um, and there's just I think there's a lot of cool stuff that can be done with it. Um, and then, uh, you know, MIDI controlling and stuff uh, via Arduino. Mm. I think that there's a lot of, and Raspberry, I think there's a lot of cool stuff that could be done with that as well. But yeah, just finding something that hasn't been done at this point is like really, it's, it's exciting, but it's also tough, you know? There's just, there's so much stuff out there. And, um, yeah, sometimes you can kind of, uh, you get like super excited about something and then you start kind of leaking it and talking to people about it and, um, and you know, well, we, we can, you know, you can do this with this thing. It's like, oh, fuck, I didn't realize that. Okay, well, 
Um, and then you got to kind of try a different angle, and that's that's frustrating. But it's it's all like part of the. It's like having somebody like review your book or your record or something like that. You have to you have to do it. You, know, you buy something else. I well, I had I had forty dollars left to store credit, <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna save it. And then I remembered I don't have a piano bench, and I saw this was on sale for thirty eight dollars. Wow. Forty five left. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, with the uh, the clearance uh, mm -hmm. closeout yeah, sale, this is regular, like a hundred pounds. So yeah. Really the closeout sale. Um, if you, if any of you all are looking for a mixer, um, I got this here a couple weeks ago, and um, it was a closeout deal. It was super super. I think they're all of your Yamaha mixers are closeout. Sixty percent. Right yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. I got an Alan Heath mixer for 60% off. Yeah? Yeah. Um, which one did you get? Uh, the Z10. I think it's out of stock now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those Z mixers are really, really nice. I'm um, just sad I missed all the field recorders. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, those Tascam speaking of. Oh, yeah. I need to go, Do I need to go shop. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our episode. Thank you so much for coming back to Popular Modcast. Thank you to Greg Markle of Recovered Effects and the Animals at Night. Uh, thank you to Patchworks for putting on that show. Speaking of Patchworks, don't forget about my intro to your rack workshop link in the show description uh thank you to everybody who supports me on patreon if you'd like to help keep the leds blinking over here at podmod head over to patreon.com forward slash modcast uh thank you to motivation for a mess uh patchworks after later audio this week's secret word is fire lane until next week.